0: Welcome again to the Babbleheads podcast with Bryson and Corey. <laughs> you can do better. Come on, you can do better. I heard you do better. <clears throat> Welcome to the Babbleheads podcast with Bryson and Corey. It's pronounced "Dewar." I'm standing sideways. This went bad. Are you finally ready? No, I need to go get a snack. Did you gird your loins already? If anyone in the world doesn't need a snack, it's you, followed by me. That's um, that's legitimately a little on the harsh side, bro. We could both go a few days without eating and be okay. You're probably right. Yeah, I don't want to admit it, but you're probably right. Like always, like I tell the guys at work, you know me—I never make any mistakes. Let a man do it. No, 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 no. I loosened it for you. Now if you open it, it's just because I loosened it. See? I literally was about to open it. I get to open this, man. This yeah, is this true. Is... It's, your, it's your baby. This is my... Well, it's not my baby, but I was very excited when I saw it. Mm, it looks pretty good. Let's see. Let's dribble it all over the table while we're at it. Yeah. Holy shit, bro. <laughs> that's a little much. You want to pour your own? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Bryson's not going nowhere after this. It seems like a lot. That came out really quick. It seems like a lot. It's the giant ball of ice. Yeah, hopefully. I'm going to set this... uh, You know what? This is such a pretty bottle. I'm going to set it right behind this so you can't see it at all. Yeah. Perfect. Let's see. How is it? Don't have to worry about plague. Ooh. (coughs) That is so smooth. Yeah, it's good. Mate, that's better than regular. Yeah, I well, I would, ex- six I, would expect, I would expect it's better than regular. If it's not, it'd probably be a problem. <laughs> you expect that not regular would be better than regular? Yes. Yeah, I guess that's true. All right. So, I've been playing a lot of Red Dead Redemption lately. You said, yeah. And it's bringing back a lot of the memories. The from, members? from The members from... Uh, the old school days of gaming. And uh, specifically, all the stuff that's been coming out about World of Warcraft. Classic. I know, I know. I've been <laughs> following it pretty closely. We, uh, I mean, if you guys couldn't tell by now, Corey and I, gosh, do I really have to say this out loud? We're nerds. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. But yes, we are. We're definitely nerds. And when we were younger, up until... Really fairly recently. Yeah. uh, We have been on and off players of World of Warcraft. Starting in Classic. Yeah. All the way up until now. Which I haven't played the newest expansion yet. Neither have I. But that's because most people have told me it's pretty crap. Yeah, I've heard the same thing. So, needless to say, we spent a lot of our time as youths in virtual reality. Mm Mm-hmm. And we made a lot of memories yes we did and uh part of it is i'm worried about classic i don't think i'll play it here's why i watch people play it i'm like man i remember that and they're making all the good points about how like you actually had to explore yeah and all that stuff and like you learn the map and that like it was all focused around grinding enemies which was like the joke in uh south park yeah like we need to kill 10,000 boars. 10 million, yeah, million bores, And um, that's what the game was like. But, you know, it was kind of cool because you went from area to area. And I think it had its own unique charm. But does that unique charm just equate to looking at things through uh, rose-tinted glasses, perhaps? I think maybe. I really do. I think there's a lot of nostalgia around it. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, I have some great memories, like, of trying to swim from (laughs) continent to continent. Kalimdor to, uh... uh, Yeah, Kalimdor to, um, Eastern Eastern Kingdoms. Kingdoms. Yep. That was pretty great, and fighting fatigue, running out across the ocean as a spirit. Get to your corpse, swim a little bit, die of fatigue. (laughs) (laughs) Rinse and repeat for several days. Yep. I, uh... (laughs) Like a whole week yeah that was uh everybody what was it um what's the name of the forest where all the humans start elven gnomes Elwyn. that's what i thought and like that was the go-to starting area for like everybody in the alliance yeah i would actually night elves there yeah i dwarves i would travel the long journey with dwarves night elves maybe not i did it once with a night elf but it was hard yeah because you had to go through some scary areas. Yeah, you basically there. had to have somebody escort you the whole yeah. way. But if you were a dwarf, you could get to Ironforge, jump on the deep run tram, and head over go to Stormwind, Stormwind. And then go to... Some real nerd jargon right there. It would literally take hours yes, yeah, it of would be running. To, to, for no reason. I mean, yeah. you could level yeah. perfectly efficiently in... Um, Dun Dunreau? Yeah. See, that's I would level in the dwarf area just because I'm a huge fan of dwarves. Dunro? Yeah. I, uh, Although I, I love. You that. are a huge fan of dwarves because you literally are one. No. Yes. I'm not a dwarf. I mean, you're not a, you're not a not dwarf. How am I a dwarf? Well. You're less than six foot tall, so to me you're a dwarf. Yeah, that's... So I'm average height. Continue. <laughs> Continue. Yes. And that's You have said. a beard. Okay. <laughs> yes. That's racist. Now you're a dwarf. Congratulations. If you could grow like I wouldn't four mind. inches I wouldn't and shave uh, your beard, you could be a human again. I wouldn't mind being a dwarf. Sturdy folk. <laughs> Sturdy folk. Yeah. Got your stone form ready? Immune to any poisons. Yeah, but so the big thing with WoW is that it was kind of like really the first of its kind. Well, we'd, we'd yeah, we'd yeah, it play. Was we'd play back then, during breaks. I think. <laughs> I think what a lot of people don't understand is when World of Warcraft came out in I think it was two thousand four. When it came out, it was the most amazing thing anything any anyone had ever seen because. It was designed to be played on shit computers. Yeah. And and that kind of is a detriment to them now because when it was made, graphics cards were terrible. Yeah. And CPUs were sort of okay. So when they built the game, they built it to be very CPU reliant. So it could run on pretty much any computer of the, of the age on lowest settings. And if you had a computer that had a graphics card and a nicer processor, you could run it on high settings. Nobody ran it on high settings At least nobody that we knew Everybody had it on the lowest possible settings And every time we went into a town It was (laughs) You would go into Oh my god (laughs) Dreaded cities Like you go into Like a populated area And like Disconnected Yep you go into Iron Forge, just like on. everybody's dead. Boop, you've been disconnected from the server. Oh. And then you're like, okay, no big deal. I just get back on. Boom. Uh you were in the queue. Ten thousand number ten thousand four hundred and twenty six. Yeah. And you'd oh, be waiting geez. for like four hours to get into the server. Yeah. Because we were we nobody played on low pop servers. Everybody yeah. wanted to play where everyone else was playing. Well, that was the also the cool thing that is in a server. You literally only could play with mm. people on that server. Right, and you got a, you had a community. Yeah. I remember so many people from our original server back in the day. Yep. Corey and I started on Skullcrusher US. Yep. I still remember that. And then we transferred at some point. I'm not sure why. Maybe because our friends were on a different server. But we ended up transferring to uh, Sargeras. Yep. Which was a higher population realm than Skullcrusher. And we were, like, in our head. Well, Skull Skull Crusher was PvP. So, 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 Sargeras. Oh, I thought it was PvE. No, no, the one that we play on now. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because we transferred again (laughs) to, I don't know. Yeah. It's some other server. I want to say we started, so, the thing that was really cool about WoW is you ran into people that, like, kids at school that never really would play something like this because yeah. it was D, but on the computer it, yeah and everybody was D&D was and D meets lord of lord of the rings not that i ever played D in high school it like was dnd plus lord in the ring lord of the rings plus like um moo yeah oh <laughs> no one knows moo online oh that was our jam the the fake diablo clone you found Yeah. That's still going to this day. Yes, I logged into it like uh, a year ago just to see what was Ah. up. I don't know. I couldn't find any of my account information, which is kind of sad. But I remember when I logged in, I instantly like had that nostalgia feeling yes. because there's that noise the noises of the game yeah. i it's very hard to describe it's like yeah rawr, rawr, yeah rawr. and you have to be level six to lean yeah. that was a feature in the game <laughs> yes and you, you could open up a we store. used to joke about that all the time like yeah. no stop it stop leaning. you're not level six you're yet. not level six yet um but i think the big nostalgia thing comes from the fact that back when you we used to play games you would spend a significant mm. time playing that game. And in each area. And you were, we were children. True. Let's be honest. We were children at that point, And everything was amazing. Mm-hmm. Everything was an adventure. You know, we, our immersion was much greater. I don't know. I think it's that today, it's always the mad dash to get to the end. So yeah, like we didn't you might have be that urgency. yeah exactly. We never, neither of us no. ever hit level sixty in classic. Yeah, and Until it's after. and it's not because we we like we s we were scrubs for a long time. Yeah, but it wasn't because we were scrubs. It's because we had zero desire to, do to the hit level game. sixty. Yeah, we had zero we desire to end game. We were having defense. so much fun, yeah. screwing around at mm-hmm. like level forty five. We were level yeah. forty something for like almost a year. Yeah, we would go and uh, they'd have. They still do have the events, but I remember one of the events you got like the bottomless cask. Yes. So we went fishing and did drunk fishing like high schoolers. <laughs> we're like, we're look, look at us, drunk. we're <laughs> so cool. Oh. Yeah, that, that was kind of a pathetic thing to admit, but yeah, the that's um you never played on Xbox Live with me and Scott, but that's something nope. we did. We'd play some games and like our favorite game. I still both. had dial up, remember? Yeah, or no satellite. Yeah, I had satellite internet. Our favorite. You had both. I did. Um, And uh, I played World of Warcraft on dial-up and satellite. Just saying, dial-up is way more impressive. The saddest part was I was so excited. Do you remember? Yes. I was like, we had dial-up for the longest time, and it was not good. It was Mm -hmm. not good. But I could kill wolves and boars and whatever, and level up. So it was cool. I was good with it. And then my parents were like, we're going to get satellite internet, and I'm like, (laughs) oh my god. I'm going to finally have high-speed internet. Because <laughs> you're talking 56K dial-up. Yeah. Actually, I think we had like a special service... That boosted yeah. it to, like, $112. Didn't you? did not your parents pay for that for, like, 10 years after they stopped using it? Uh, yeah, because they had this company called USA DataNet, mm-hmm. and it was, like, $3 a month. Yeah. Because it was included in, like, their long-distance package or yeah. something. And it was old-school long-distance where, like, if you called a number that wasn't in your area code, you had to dial another number to call that. And it said, please enter the number you would like to call. <laughs> and it would, like, forward it. It was ridiculous. This is... I'm dating myself right now, a little bit, <laughs> but yeah, we. I was like, "Oh my god, we're gonna get satellite internet! <laughs> this is the greatest day of my nerd life!" And we got it. The, I mean, I hung out with the installer and talked yeah. with him the whole time, and like I was super, bugged them. Here, like little Bryce is like, "Hi, you're gonna give me good internet? Are you the internet even you Santa, were in Santa school, Fairy?" So <laughs> yeah, no, cool. were like, hey, you're, you're like, "You're gonna give me the internet. hey, <laughs> you're giving me internet? Yeah, it's nice so voice lonely. crack. That was probably pretty accurate." i was like you're giving me internet
1: i'm pretty excited about it. So
0: my fellow engineer at work doesn't have internet at his house because high-speed internet doesn't make it there yeah i'm like move exactly that's what i'm like so first option move he has an xbox he has all that stuff he used to play xbox Live all the time i'm like dude give me your gamer tag and he's like I don't have internet and I'm just like, how does, (laughs) I'm like, how does one without internet live? (laughs) But, um, I, you don't realize how much I, how much you depend on the interwebs for everything. Like, Oh, I want to look up this recipe. So like he said, they got in trouble with their wireless provider. I think it was AT&T probably. Or maybe wow. Verizon, but they had the Unlimited. Yeah. And they sent them a notice, like, listen, your Unlimited's not Unlimited anymore because they would I use... I got that. They would use the one as an a hotspot. Yeah. And then connect things to it. Right. And you can't... They they, they track that stuff. They can tell when you're using, like, laptop levels of data yeah. versus cellular levels. Although yeah. I did... I just recently got Unlimited data back again on my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, because for years we were living with, like, a six gig limit. Same. Um, But we decided that with my new job and how much I travel, my car uses data for navigation and all that stuff. Hmm. We thought it would be worth it. So I switched to unlimited. So I stopped downloading stuff. So I had in the past while I'm at work, I listen to podcasts, whatever, sometimes on YouTube, sometimes wherever. So I pay for YouTube premium so I can download and whatever. And I do. So I download a ton of stuff onto my phone. And then I would play it while I was at work and listen to it and whatever. And uh, now, though, that I don't have to worry about data usage, I've just been streaming it yeah. on my phone. That's and insane. I looked the other day, like two days ago, to see what I was at. My billing cycle ends on the 15th. Today's not the 15th. We're like a week away from that. And uh, I was at 38 gigs. Oh, my God. I was um, like, oh, that's yeah. a lot of gigs. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. me not everybody in the family yeah. just me i uh well i remember back when you would get a phone like we had the flip phones obviously yeah. and then we got the phones with the data plan mm-hmm. and you were like oh god i can't go for the data and then they're all of a sudden they're like everyone's, everyone's unlimited. unlimited yeah and we're like great and then for years it was unlimited and i had that that phone that's flipped like this or flipped like I was like grandfather... You were Verizon, though, so you yeah. had the issue that you weren't actually grandfathered. I yet. was until I changed phones. That's how they got you. They never said anything. Yeah, my... That, I had already went through and made the switch, and they're like, oh, no, because you me. switched phones, you're not... That convinced me, by the way, to normal. stay with AT&T, because my brother has Verizon, and they did the same thing to him. If you want to upgrade your phone, we're taking away your unlimited data. Well, I was young when it happened, and they... Uh, did it very sneakily. They didn't say anything until it was oh, online. my brother's older than we are, so. Yeah. And he's listening to this podcast here, right? Hey. So, um, <clears throat> you know, basically, that was when he said, oh, Verizon's taking away my unlimited data. I bet you AT&T will, too. And yeah. they never did. Yeah. So, yeah. I, was, I was like, kudos to AT&T for not being dicks yeah, and taking and away everyone's unlimited yeah. data. I ended up giving up mine voluntarily because... If I wanted to upgrade my phone, this is how they ended up getting you. Yeah. It's pretty le- It's sort of legit. So now at t everybody knows. AT&T, everybody does that um, program where you have to pay monthly payments for your phone. Yeah. And if you wanted a new phone, you can't do the old upgrade option, which was awesome. Yeah. Youngsters, listen up. Back yeah. in the day, you could upgrade your uh, your cell phone <clears throat> by paying a fee somewhere between $100 and $200 for the nicer phones. Yeah. Um, every two years, you had to re-up your contract for another two years, but they gave you the phone at a very deep discount. Yes. So you'd get a seven hundred, eight hundred dollar phone for two hundred bucks, but you had you were locked into the contract for two years. Now obviously it's a loan. Yeah. You pay thirty bucks a month or whatever for an eight hundred dollar phone for two years and and you own it, you know, which is nice, but either way, um, Moral of the story is when when I went to upgrade my phone, they were like, "Listen, you know, you can keep your unlimited if you want, but you have to out, buy your phone outright." So I would have had to shell out eight hundred bucks for my next phone. Yeah, because phones are ridiculous. And I was new. Yeah, eight hundred is not even as much no, as they that's are. That's cheap. Yeah, that's cheap. Like that's how much my three-year-old, fo- two-year-old phone yeah. costs. Um, but yeah, it was eight hundred bucks if I wanted to get the. It was actually nine hundred, I think, for the S eight. That was before that, so it would have been an LG, whatever phone I had before this it was 800 bucks and i was like yeah no i can't do that so they're like okay well you could you can go to this plan you can keep you, they didn't offer unlimited anymore it was like you can get a 10 gig family plan or a 5 gig family plan or whatever yeah. and we ended up settling on the 6 gig and everyone ended up buying new phones so we were locked into that program so yeah more of the story is we we're like we unlimited went away and then now it's back What kills me with phones is it's nearly impossible to split up the plan because it gets more expensive for everybody. If you're like, all right, me and my wife are going to get our own plan. You parents get your own and we'll be good. It's actually more costly to everyone involved. My dad is on my my plan. Yeah, it's ridiculous because I looked into getting a through Verizon um, my own plan. Yep. Because then that way I wouldn't have to give my mom the cash, whatever. It would be like 80 bucks a month for me for the basic stuff. You should get uh, Straight Talk, man. You're in the perfect position to do like a Straight Talk. Yeah, it's 45 bucks a month for unlimited. Yeah, I, I pay less than that now and I get unlimited on Verizon. <clears throat> so, I, I guess that's true. Out. Well, ours is not cheaper than that, even if you divided it all yeah. up. But we did the math. We were looking at Straight Talk and we're like, because Straight Talk offers the same thing, where you can pay monthly for your phone and upgrade, and it's not like you get service here anyway. So, well, if I had Verizon, I would get like a bar. Oh, I heard a rumor, and yeah. it makes me very happy. The rumor is that behind the elementary school over yonder, uh-huh. they might be putting in a AT and T tower. Uh, there you go. That would be fingers crossed, awesome. Yeah, because we live in a. I think it's a, a like a really pretty spot. Where we live, you know, it's like wooded and nice. And it's in a valley where there is zero cell phone service. Zero. I'm not sure on Verizon. Like, yeah, but you still don't have much. If you're lucky, you have all bar. Yeah. You know, that's one of the downsides of living in the country. I mean, there's a lot of spots where you just don't have service. I mean, even my parents' house, where they're up on a hill, not in the middle of nowhere, it's spotty. Yeah. Well... Let's get back to the... Uh, the God, we went down so and, many yeah. weird... Rab- and uh, <laughs> so the nostalgia factor. Yeah. Something when I used to play games on Xbox was you... My favorite game that I can recall playing multiplayer... I mean, Let me guess. I'm going to guess. Go for it. Here's of War. No. Okay. I was guess. really good at that game. Because well, that's, like, that's why that I was guessed one of that. of my best money. I, Yeah. I'm I, <laughs> amazing at that game, but no. Not that uh was it Halo? No, you'll never guess. I'm never going to guess. No. Castle Crash. It was Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell cast. Okay, yeah, I would <laughs> never guess um, that. It was a really fun game. The multiplayer was really interesting because it was spies versus mercs. So, like, the spies didn't have weapons. So, they either had to sneak up behind the mercs and snack their necks or use their gadgets. And the mercs were, like, kitted out. So, I was really good as a spy. Scott was really good as a merc. But the problem was we never really actually played the game types, because back <laughs> in the day, kids, matchmaking was not a thing that could happen. Even right. in Gears of War, you had to start a lobby and, and you could to name it, it whatever you wanted, and people would have to join your lobby. Yeah, you guys are spoiled. Yeah. So, but what was nice is you could name it like. Dude. Now they have like the <clears throat> Michael Myers and and. Uh, call of duty and stuff but what that came from was you would make a lobby that says we're gonna play predator i'm about to blow your mind and that's what that came from you ready for me to blow your mind with some nostalgia mm-hmm. <clears throat> i had a ps2 yep. okay and i played the crap out of that ps2 it was my jam because i didn't have a pc at the PlayStation. time PlayStation. i didn't have it my brother had an xbox so, so i got a playstation too and they were equivalent basically Because PlayStation was one generation ahead of Xbox, right? So PlayStation 2 and Xbox were the same generation. Yeah. I had a dial-up modem for the back of my PlayStation 2. (laughs) I I still have it. I was at my parents' house the other day, and I was going through some of my stuff in the basement, and I found my PlayStation 2, and it had, still attached to it, a dial-up modem on the back, which had an in and an out phone port. See... I don't think you could play um, Xbox on dial-up because I I didn't get no, you, Xbox. I had an Xbox first out of everyone. I was the last one to get live. If you guys want a serious laugh, go on Internet. Google Images and look up PlayStation Two yeah. dial-up modem. It was an it was a Sony accessory, and it snapped into the back, and it plugged into what would have been the Ethernet port, and. Yeah, I'll, it. I'll give it to Sony. I think that their initial foray into online was a little bit better. The original than PlayStation Xbox. Network was good enough that I literally could play on dial-up. I I agree that was pretty good, but I think Xbox is kind of took the cake, and they had you from the beginning. You had to pay. You're talking about a heated debate, yeah. Right now. And from the beginning, you had to pay, and people always got upset. But I always found that you got what that you paid for. Better service. Like I can count. Two, maybe three times where Xbox Live has been totally down. Yeah, but it's not that many, much more for PlayStation Network. Yeah, uh, it's, it, especially at the beginning, it was very spotty. Okay. So I'm not going to argue sense. that because I don't know, but yeah. <clears throat> what I can tell you is that from my experience, because I played on PlayStation Network, but I, I, have a, I have a One and I had a 360, I just didn't have an original Xbox. My brother had the original Xbox, I had the PS2, but then, <laughs> funny story actually. My household, we were terrible at sharing. My brother was 7 years older than me, so he didn't like to share with me. So, when we were kids and we had like N64, yeah. He had one. He got it for Christmas one year. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. So, I had to ha- I had to play it and he was like, mm, "No." And my parents were like, "Ryan, you got to let your brother play your N64." And he's like, mm, "No." Wow, Ryan. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So eventually, after I begged for a long time to play his N64, my parents were like, and they got me one for my birthday. So like, my birthday's in July, and he got his, I think, for Christmas. So it was like seven months of me being like, can I please play though? And he's like, no, go away. (laughs) So they eventually got me my own. And that was pretty much how it went from then on. Yeah, I had the PS2, he had the Xbox, but then we converged and we each got 360s. Yeah, <laughs> um, And we had terrible internet as we yeah. described. Um, <clears throat> so my brother and I bought a hundred foot, there's 150 foot. System Link cable, yeah. which had to be a special cable because it was a different um, yeah. pin uh, setup than a regular Cat 6 Yeah, So we went on Amazon or something and bought literally the longest cable in the world. Yeah, I remember this <laughs> And cable. we ran it from my, my bedroom, which was up in the second story of the house, all the way down to the basement where my brother resided. And we would play System Link Halo. Yep, I remember that. And I used to... You ready for this one, Ryan? Time for some humiliation. I used to beat the snot out of him in Halo, and I could hear him cursing through the that, heating that's vents. That's okay, Ryan. Back in the day when we first introduced Bryce into Halo, <laughs> yes, this was well before because that was yeah. on Xbox One or the I say Xbox One original. Yeah, Xbox. on the original Xbox, we introduced oh, oh. Bryce into Halo, and mm. my friends me to multiplayer, so I played it yeah, on my brother. My day. friend Scott and I. Well, I was really good because I had it. Scott had never played, but he picked it up shortly after. But we would shoot Bryson with the pistol, and he was legit crying. Real tears. You guys can't shoot me in the back. You have to let me see him (laughs) first. (laughs) So then one of us would go, hey, Bryson. He'd look at us, and somebody else would shoot him in the net back. (laughs) uh, And he'd get pissed. It it goes to show you how much things change throughout the years. But um, you wouldn't catch me crying real tears over it. Your phone? No, 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 you've been caught. Oh man, but um, better put that on silent. Nah, but uh, I do think I miss the days where, and it's kind of coming back. And what really got me thinking about it is games like Red Dead Redemption Two. Red Dead Redemption One was. Did you ever play it? Nope. Did you? So you didn't play the multiplayer. It was open world, and the multiplayer was literally like. Here's the map from the campaign. X amount of people can get in the map with you. Do whatever you want. And it was awesome. Like, you could go into a town and just start shooting up the town. And then, like, the law would be after you, and you'd have a bounty. And then all the other players would be trying to get your bounty. So you and your buddies are, like, outlaws. Like, you're holding up the bar trying to get money. Sounds pretty legit. And uh, it was really legit. And they had things, like, that you could do, like, side missions. You could play... uh, poker and stuff with people so like you existed in the world with other people and like you could do gang raids where everybody would gang together and like fight this gang right and you'd get experience and stuff and as you leveled up you got different horses and uh the coolest mechanic was like let's say you're a max level and i'm a low level and i managed to kill you somehow I can go over and pick up all your equipment, and then I have all the guns that you oh, would have and everything. That's so rough. Do you, but, and you lose all that? No, stuff? no. You keep it when you respawn. But the thing is, is like if you kill me, I start back again. That's with the not as hardcore evolve. as like um. Have you ever heard of Rust? Yeah, yeah. Well, that stuff is much more hardcore. Yes, but it's still cool because trust me, when people have a had a sniper, like we would be out in an opening and. uh... A favorite activity of myself, Kel Tai Golden Cotton and Scott. That way, okay. that's his Raquel Taii Golden Cotton is his real name. Kel Tai Golden Cotton. Yes, he's an awesome guy. And yes, Tai Golden Cotton. Yes, he's awesome. Him. What's up, Kel Tai Golden <laughs> Cotton? You should listen to this podcast. Me and Scott would go <coughs> up into the woods, and, and we called it the Cougar Hut because there was an infinite spawn of cougars. Not those kinds. <laughs> cat cougars and we had hide in the cabin fighting off the cougars for as long as we could well i forgot somebody accidentally kicked open the door and they go shut the doors open." and you just see one of the cougars leap and lunge through the door and just bite that person's head off and we're starting to freak out like oh my god so i'm not gonna lie every time you say cougar i'm picturing this totally yeah. differently well that works too <laughs> so like um it was a great game but if somebody had a sniper rifle and you were in the open riding your horse all of a sudden you hear and then you just drop off the horse because i don't know if you played the new gta but in that a headshot's a headshot it doesn't matter if it's a pistol or what well that's pretty accurate it matters like okay you're hitting the head you're probably dead even if it's like a base thing. Yeah, donezo so like <laughs> you'd be riding along and the sniper rifles did like insane damage and that's how it is it doesn't matter what right. level you are if you're ambushed and they get the drop out of you and make a good shot you're done so i, I remember riding and i'm like to do and a guy just goes and i'm like shit and i was low level and i go scott scott we got to get this guy so we keep running at him and it took like Two hours for us to finally get close enough to this guy to kill him. There was like a pile of our previous corpses <laughs> and a line to him. You sound like all the people I used to camp on in yeah. Call of Duty. But when we finally got him, oh, it was great. Because we got his sniper rifle. He couldn't kill us once after that. Like, he, we'd see him right out of town. We'd just go, cacao. <laughs> I love that voice. the sound effect. <laughs> cacao. Cacao. Because that's okay. definitely how guns sound. Cacao. Cacao. <laughs> yes. yes. What's the machine gun sound like? No, uh, uh, it goes But boy. It, it was it's I'm I'm tempted when you know the multiplayer comes out to like buy you Xbox Live in the game just <laughs> so, so you have, can play it with. I have an Xbox One, but I am too cheap to pay for live and I am too busy. To find time to play generally. Yes. I mean I might be able to play if I moved my one out into my man yeah. area, which, by the way, welcome to my man area. What? It's it's the generic office, the generic podcast studio, and Bryson's man area. Man cave. No, it's not I mean well, it's pretty much a cave. <laughs> it is like literally It has some aesthetics of a cave. Like the dark walls. Yes. And the soul crushing despair. <laughs> No, that's just you. You bring that every time you come. Oh, thanks. Um, <laughs> but it's just something that, you know, back in the day when we were kids, you would get on a game and you would just Six hang hours out. minimum. And, yeah, you would just hang out. Like, you might not make any progress in the game. You yeah. might do the same thing over again. You know, but you would just now I it. have to sit there and think, okay, what is the most efficient way for me to get from this point to this point exactly. in the game? And I have to analyze it. Like, in World of Warcraft, I I don't have as much fun playing anymore because I sit there. Before, when I was younger, I used to go, how can I go and have an adventure in this place today? And now, I sit down and go, okay, I've got two hours. It's, I ride from here, cutscene, 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 done. Yeah. It's It's like, I go here to here, here to here, here to here, done. It's not, oh, I have to find this. yeah. That's the other thing that people don't, I think, realize today versus back in the day. So, like, MMOs today, I'm sure, I've played a few, and I've definitely played the crap out of World of Warcraft. I think I have almost a year played time in World of Warcraft, so I think I have somewhere to lean on this. But now, all of the quests are actually quests. Yeah. Where, like, they send you on a mission, there might be a cutscene, you know, you're doing more than just kill ten boars. Collect. 15 devious bandit. Oh my bands. god, that was... And that was in classic. the drop rate was right. like one per hundred bandit. Yeah, yeah. So you would... If it was ten bandanas that you needed to collect, you literally would kill a hundred. Yeah. Because it would be like a one in ten drop rate. But... That's the thing is... There I were think... some things that were way worse than that. Gore tusk livers. Yeah. Do you remember gore tusk livers? You'd collect everything else. Horns. You'd get, you'd get the, <laughs> you'd an you'd get the gizzard. It was for the Westfall pie. Yeah. You'd get gizzards, no problem. You would get uh, the... Oh, gosh, what was the other thing? It was like a liver or something. Yeah. And then it was... No, the one that I'm talking about is gore tusk liver. Yeah. It was like a 1% one, one or 2% drop chance rate. Yeah. So you'd work on that quest for like a week. Yeah. Uh... But, again, the thing is that I think games pander to people now where it's like they want to get it done now. Instant gratification, yeah. Red Dead and some recent games are not like that. So, everybody that has a complaint about Red Dead, it's like, when you're in the camp, you walk so slow. Like, why can't I just run from point to point? And it's like, it's intentional. There's very little fast travel because you're supposed to... Experience the game. Yeah. Things happen when you actually go from point A to point okay. B. Okay, here's another thing about World of Warcraft. I'm just going to keep bringing this up because yeah. it's the game that I've spent the yeah. most amount of time no, of that's in my fine. life. That's fine. It's a good barometer for a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. So as much as some people like to hate it in know. World of Warcraft Classic compared to now. So let's say today in today's World of Warcraft, if I were to create a character right now, I could have it to level 20 in two hours. <sighs> Like two hours. Wouldn't you say about two, maybe three hours tops? Yes. If I was very lackadaisical about it, it'd be three hours. Yeah. And at level 20, you get your first mount, Yeah. which is a forty or a 60% increased speed. And then at level 40, you get your epic mount, which is 100%, so you double your movement speed, yeah. which is awesome. Yeah. In classic World of Warcraft, and up until, I think, Cataclysm, so like 10 years of this yeah. game almost. No, not 10 years. Yes. Eight years, like eight yeah. years of this game. You you walked on your own two feet until level 40. Yep. Now, mind you, in today's World of Warcraft, it doesn't sound so bad. Level 40, you'd get there in yeah, a few days of playing a couple hours a day. You know, you could probably yeah. get to level 40 if you ground, grind it out, especially if you have heirloom gear. Yeah. You could get there in like hmm, probably 10 hours played, tops, yeah. max. Yeah, vanilla and, flies now. And it's such a better experience game wise because it's now it's literally go here go here go here by the time you get oh here you're max level. Do you remember the flight paths in vanilla yeah you would go yeah so let's say you had to go somewhere I remember this very specifically I was in store I was in Westfall and I had to fly to Lochmodan which is like halfway up the map. Yeah. Right? God forbid I had to fly from Booty Bay to anywhere. <laughs> yeah. So you would fly from like middle of, like, so let's say two-thirds down Eastern Kingdoms to one-thirds down. So you're, like you're going through just one-third of the map. You click the button, and then you go have dinner. Yeah. Because it would be a 30-minute Yeah, Griffin there was a, literally an add-on to tell you how long flights would yeah. take. Because you would that. then go and do I think it was else. called Flight Timer. Yeah, it was literally, because that's how critical it was. Yeah, you could literally, you would literally go. Okay, I'm gonna. If I click this button, my character will be on a griffin, and there was nothing. There was no cancel button. That didn't come in until like I think Warlords, like yeah. a few years ago. But the flight paths were so much better; it didn't matter. Yeah. But in vanilla, you- once you click the button, they collected your silver, and you were aft. Yeah. Well, the thing was too <laughs> that you really weren't supposed to use them that much. You know, it, it was to get you to a whole different. Zone. Yeah, it was like you might use them once or twice, or if you're like doing something. I stupid. imagine that that was really irritating at Endgame. Nah, I feel like probably it added like, like oh, I'm going they, to do this raid. I think in they Black would Rock just get used to it. Crap, I'm in Tenaris. so I think you would plan your play this scenario that. out in your head. So you're in, you're in tanaris you're farm, farming Zulfurak. Isn't that what it was? It was Zulfurac, Zf, yes. And you're in Teneris, and you got to ride across the whole desert. That's a five, probably four minute ride, four or five minute ride to gadgetson You hit Gadazon. You take your flight path up to, uh was it Ratchet? He's just diving deeper and deeper into like the nerdiness. Whole I, don't, I don't, I can't remember any of this. Ratchet stuff. was like the the place that Alliance. We always played Alliance, so we can't really talk much to Horde. But I switched to Horde for a time. Yeah, but me that too. Was temporary. Played Undead for a little while, but uh, so you'd fly to Ratchet, which was like a ten-minute flight, and then you would get on a boat, which would you'd wait for like five minutes, and you couldn't like leave your computer. You had to sit there and wait for the boat to arrive. You get on the boat; it's like a two-minute boat ride. Boats were the, cat's boats were the cats, yeah, because they were they, they were instant. instant. You'd sail out to sea, and then you'd transport. Yeah. So you'd be on the boat for like two minutes, and then you'd arrive in Booty Bay. And then you'd have to fly from Booty Bay up to freaking Blackrock. What was the place next to Booty Bay? Stranglethorn? Yes, STV. Oh, Stranglethorn Well. That Hill. was so hard. That was like probably in Vanilla. The place I dreaded. The, it was awesome, nope. but it was also like, oh my God. The place I dreaded the most was Ungirl Crater. There were so many elites. Too. That was bad too. I could, But I played a hunter, which at the time was broken for, like, kiting things. It was a long time it was broken. You yeah. could lay traps and yeah. never get touched. Yeah, and... You uh, have a bear for a pet, you were just you yeah. Were good. Yeah, like, you, it was awesome. So I could solo that stuff, but... I um, was a warrior. Which is... I and know, I hardest, was an arms hard. warrior, yeah. which was, at the time, arguably the worst spec possible, and I didn't know how to play. Really. Yeah. So, like, back in classic... Warriors could fight, if you weren't, like, decent, it was one mob, and then you had to eat to heal yourself, because you were just, you are shot after every single battle. And if you pulled two, forget about it, you're dead. (laughs) Yeah, you just dropped the (laughs) You might as well just forget about it. Uh, And I didn't learn how to, like, kill more than one monster until, like, level 45. But I remember the good old days of PvP, where you and I would go into the barrens oh yeah. I I would tame as a hunter one of the cats <laughs> and um how you would what we if you attack someone in your own area that was an enemy you would be flagged for Pvp but if right. you were but in your you, own area no if you were if yes if you were yeah. in a an area that is a hostile territory yeah you could only attack things that were marked for Pvp yeah but most people weren't yeah. most people kept that disabled but How we get around it. If you are in your own territory and you attack someone who is a hostile character... You become instantly marked for PvP for 15 minutes. Yeah. So, so Corey, yeah, would, I would use eyes of the beast. Of, you would tame one of the creatures that lived in that area. Yeah. Then use eyes of the beast, which was a ability that let no, you become I don't, the it's creature. Long gone now. You yeah. become, and I would walk around like so a he mob. Would, so he would he would pretend <laughs> to be one of the creatures in the area, and eventually some, some poor level five scrub <laughs> would come along. And he would just have to take one swipe at Corey's critter, which back in the day, so now if you tame a level five, it instantly becomes whatever level you are. Back mm-hmm. in the day, you actually had to level your pet. Yeah. So if you tamed a level five and you were level 60, it was level five. Yeah. So this person would be walking around if they weren't paying attention to the name tag, they would think, <laughs> oh, it's just this other thing I have to kill to get a cheetah claw. And they, <laughs> they would poke it once and then all in comes the level fifties. Yeah. To slay them, and then we would be t- terrible, terrible a-holes for like two hours, and we would just camp them. Yeah, I love... Um, Which, I that was a thing. Yeah, I uh, I remember I never reached max level, but I raided Thunder Bluff once. I was like very just shy of max level, or maybe I had reached max level no, at that time. No, neither of us ever reached max level in Classic. It yeah. might have been during BC. Uh, yeah, I think it was Classic. So I go up... I'm standing at the end of the bridge and I go. I think with high speed I was 55. Because once you're at. Yeah, I was probably 55. And uh, once you're at any city, you can reach trade chat, even if it's an enemy thing. And I'm like, guys, I'm in Thunder Bluff right now. It's empty. Now's the time to attack. I ended up organizing a raid, and we attacked Thunderbluff and made it almost all the way. Thunder Bluff is an actual enemy city. Yeah, and we I think we actually killed everybody, but back then there was no achievements or anything for doing it. We just ravaged yeah. this horrid city. I remember, actually, it, but it did count towards it. So they remembered that when they introduced the achievement system, they remembered that you had killed those things. I got the For the Alliance achievement without actually having to have done it. It and just really got made it harder to and me. Harder, yeah. So I had already because we I think it was during Burning Crusade. It was Wrath when they introduced the achievement points, mm-hmm. and it was during Burning Crusade. I and all my buddies had gone to every single horde city and killed the leader. No. So like I logged in one day and had a new mount, no. and a new title. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think achievements and challenges have kind of ruined games for me. You think so? Because i'm i i've kind of come back to the i want to play a game to play the game and not be told how to play it so like world of warcraft has world quests um i like the idea of going in and just playing the game how i want to not like i have to do this quest and this and grind this and then i can play the game how i want and heaven forbid if i forget to do world quests one day i then i'm behind I kind of miss that feeling. I don't think that's why I'm a little worried. I might play Classic just for the fun of it, but I don't think that I'm ever going to like feel what I felt back then for Classic just because I didn't know the game. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to play it. I didn't know what the talent, the best talents to take were. I didn't know anything about the game. So part of the glory of playing it was learning all the stuff mm-hmm. but now that i know all the stuff i'll go back and be like okay i'm gonna make a rogue because they're op or a mage because i know that they're great mm-hmm. and i'm like i if i go and do this this and this i can talent my tree this way so that i have this ability and that ability and i'm gonna be be you know totally badass except that everyone else knows that too so you're gonna be totally mediocre so somebody who would have had the knowledge to be a total superstar in vanilla and just obliterate everything now is going to be everyone (laughs) yeah yeah i uh yeah i feel like the other thing is in recent while they've taken away a lot of the skill yeah and i mean i remember we used to take on people 10 15 even sometimes Mm -hmm. we didn't even know their level and we'd kill them yeah we did that Um, i remember killing question question people yeah and stranger thorn veil yes we killed that that's why you think stv was hard it's because there was a ton of uh, PvP going Yeah, out. that was the big PvP. It era. was a contested area. That means that everyone's marked for PvP. No. And everyone ganked everyone. Like, if you were a level 60 and you wanted to go gank some noobs, you would go to STV and Booty Bay especially, and you would do that. Well, not us most of the time. Like, when we played together, even when we were like level 50, because to be an STV, we would have been like high 40s? No. We were taken out level... At least people who were at least ten levels higher than us, we were yeah. able to take out on several occasions. Yeah, even and, though we were total scrubs. Yeah, no, I think we were better than average, but we definitely were not good. And <laughs> there was some <laughs> like, like there's that, when it comes to playing that game, arguably we were one of the worst because we never did end game content and we never was, researched anything. Yeah. We didn't go on like you know curse. Yeah. And figure out what the best talents were. We just learned by playing. Yeah, we were like, oh, this, you know, this ability is really good. I'm gonna spec into that ability and make it yeah, something. Rotations. More potent. We never knew that. What the F's a rotation. I'm gonna hit, you know, hamstring in the middle of a fight just because I can. I'm gonna make this guy slow. That's even though I'm right in front of him. I used to have a macro that would put down all of the traps. Yes, I remember that. Uh, and then I and I would yell something, and I there was yes. an ability to you were that disengage. Guy. So every time he clicked the button that laid down all his traps, he'd be like,
1: "It's a trap." <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: And Then at the, it would place all the traps and hit disengage, which as launched as be back twenty feet. It would summon a area of cold. It would freeze you, it would light you on fire, which somehow <laughs> was a thing that could be happened at the same time. It would explode, there would be a giant area of frost, and snakes would be Yeah, the, the old school snake trap. I don't and think traps are a thing anymore for hunters. They are in survival, I think. Oh, I can't maybe. remember. Oh, but, well, that I reminds mean, me, that this guy ridiculous. right here, this guy, yeah. you're looking at him, he was the world's first melee hunter. Yeah, so would melee hunter before it was a yes, before it was actually a viable option. (laughs) Yeah, he would have melee weapon. and he'd be (laughs) like, mongoose bite, wait three seconds, mongoose bite. I can (laughs) do this, I'm a melee. I remember you (laughs) specifically saying that, like, I figured (laughs) out a (laughs) thing, (laughs) I'm a melee hunter. (laughs) It took a lot of people by surprise because. I would send you would my lay bear your, in. You would lay all your traps, yeah. you'd let them explode and freeze, and you'd be like, mine is <laughs> Yeah. And then my, my bear would go in, and they'd be like, where's the hunter? <laughs> and I'm just sitting there, mine is <laughs> And I think there was one other one, like wing something mongoose bite wing yes. clip, and it just slowed no, people wing it clip did like yeah. zero damage wing clip. It did it literally did zero damage? It just slowed your movement. So yeah, you were like mongoose bite wing clip, <laughs> and then I would just kite around. They'd <laughs> be so annoying. Slow mongoose bite run. <laughs> Aspect of <laughs> cheetah run around. Yeah, oh, all the aspects that's gone. Yeah, but yeah. So you're looking at the world's. The, the world's first melee hunter. Now it's a thing. Him. So now he's not that anymore. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is everybody's like, survival is the worst spec for hunters ever. And I'm like, challenge accepted. <laughs> and I would kill people, and people would be like, you could see the confusion because yep. like they'd just be like they'd be almost dead, and they just stop. Like, I was the only person who played PVE exclusively as arms. Yeah, arms was the PvP spec. To be fair. I switched to Fury at, like, level 45. I feel like the Hunter was pretty strong just because of all of the disengage options. If you were smart, you could survive quite a long time and chip away at Yeah, them. you used to beat me in duels, like, almost yeah, every time. because you just Warriors, can't get greedy. Warriors were good at one thing in vanilla, pretty much. I mean, Fury Warriors, if you had a ton of gear, were nasty. Like, you had to be geared out to the teeth, though. But, um, they were basically just for prop. Yeah. So I mean You just annihilated me like every time Well that was the thing broken. This was how it went We'd start You would charge me I would freeze you and heal As my snakes bit you Then I'd kite you You'd reach me Almost kill me I'd freeze you again Or disengage somehow Heal And that's just how that went Yep And Until and you finally chipped away all my health And yeah, I died I would just bandage <laughs> Or eat yep. Well I don't think you could eat still no, camera. not in combat. Yeah, but I would just bandage. Bandage, my bandage, bear. Bandage. The whole time my bear would be like rar. <laughs> rar. And <laughs> pets were pretty useless unless you get that was the other thing. Is you you know, had if to you find had, a specific. If you switched pet. out, yeah, if you'd switched out from the because back then it was that flying serpent um yeah. from uh, uh, Thousand Needles. Yeah. That was like the pet to have for PvP because it would use poison yeah. and like I had it, and I didn't even know that. I'm just like, that looks cool. Because I had you tamed three things as an Ironforged dwarf. Well, as a Lopmodan hunter, you've tamed three things, like a leopard, a bear, uh, bear and then there was one other thing, a boar. And you got... Oh, the to, scorpions it, were nasty in PvP too. Yeah. You had to pick one of those three things. I picked the bear. I had that bear. That starter bear. Because that's what I wanted. I wanted a dwarf with a bear back. Be- And you know Why? It was in the trailer. No, that wasn't it. It was in the trailer. I saw it, and I'm like, "That's what I want to play." Dwarf hunter with a bear pat was the climax of the uh, World of Warcraft intro scene. Yeah, and so I'm like, "That's that's me, perfectly." And then I don't need to make any. And then I logged into the game, and it defaulted to a human hunter, and I went, "Yep," or a human warrior, and I'm like, "Yep, that's me." (laughs) Yeah, human warrior. And so I kept that guy for like 40 levels. And the thing was that you literally had to train your pet and it was so like, your pet could be better than the and equivalent had, pet because you, you had, had to train feed, different things. And you had to feed your pet yeah. to keep it happy. Because if yeah. it wasn't happy, eventually, it'd just walk away. off into the sunset. Yeah. You Which have was a- cool. <laughs> Which was like a cool mechanic instead of being like, yeah, that's just, just my slave. Hunter's got the short end I don't of have the have stick to worry lot, about though. the. I don't have to worry about this you had to You had to feed your pet. So you had to remember to do that because yeah. it would have an icon, and anybody could see it. Yeah, it was, it like was the an icon next to bone. its thing, and it would no, it wasn't a bone. It was a it was a face. Remember, no, it was, it was a, a either green, yellow, or red. It was and then when you fed it, it was a bone, and it would say "well fed," and it would get a buff. Maybe, but the thing that and preach and you had about to buy was, arrows or yeah. bullets depending oh, yeah. on and what and weapon been, you had, and you could just run out of ammo. And then yeah, you, you could, could be stuff. in the middle of a dungeon and run out of ammo and be like, "Oh no." Yeah, and that's where I was happy. I Melee, was. Hunter. Melee hunter. Monty's fight. Monty's Cory's Corey's over there, like, remember remember there with a the whole set up. of strength gear. Yeah. You remember leveling up weapons? Mm-hmm. Now, if you pick up a like, weapon, I'm perfect with it. Right. I know how to use that. In, Back then, it was like, miss. Yeah. You're you level like, one. And that was, you know who had the worst time with that? Not you, because you were a hunter. I was a warrior. I had swords. I had maces. I had... i, I And it was so... Single hand sword, single hand mace, um, and single hand dagger. And then two hand mace and two hand sword. And then I also had guns. I had throne. I yeah. had... I had all these skills. Yeah. And you would have to go. You literally would have to... Okay... I'm in, a, I'm in this dungeon and I've been using this mace for like the last six months because you play this game all the time. And you're using this mace and you finally get an upgrade. You're in a dungeon, you get a blue, which back then was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Or you get an epic. I mean, like, I remember, I still, I'll never forget the moment that I got that sword from Zulfarak, yeah. the epic sword. Everyone got it like level 43, every warrior did anyway. And it was like that sword that had like the black inlays in it and yeah. it had the green thing spinning around it. And everyone's yeah. like, ooh, that's so cool. You get that. I remember getting that and then not being able to use it for like a week. yeah. Because I had to go... You, you miss! I had to you go miss. back to the starter zone in Elwyn Forest and I had to sit there and swing it at boars <laughs> for like an hour and it would just yeah. be like, miss, miss, miss. And then eventually <laughs> you'd hit and it'd be like, boof! It would destroy explode. it! Explode! <laughs> and then you have to move to the next board. Miss, miss. And, and back then, even level 1s could still hit you and eventually they chew away at your health. Yeah. So you'd like sit there and you'd be like for hours I'd be like, whoosh whoosh whoosh. Yeah. And I started buying cause I kept I always used a melee. And like you couldn't use a money. training dummy. It had to be alive. Yeah, threat. I kept up the weapon, so I you'd have like whites of every kind of weapon. Mm. Remember um, when that was a thing? You go to the vendor and buy a white? Yeah. <laughs> um, but Preach talked about it and I missed this too, is Towns actually had a purpose back in Vanilla. Yeah. You'd have to go. It's like, I have to go stock up on this. I have to sell this. I have to get ammo. Like, next time in town, I have to get water. Like, this is the stuff I have to do. And now it's kind of like. And I remember being like, oh no, I can't even play right now. I have to go and farm gold. Yeah. Because you would get to the point where, like, especially as a warrior, I had to eat a ton of food. Mm -hmm. So I had to level cooking. Same. So I had to learn how to. I had to level up my cooking skill every time, and I had to get food from the vendor most days. Yeah. So like, and food got expensive. It was like five silver, and back then a gold was like, oh yeah, you got a gold. Yeah. At least it was for us because yeah. we were stupid. I remember so one of our friends gave us like five gold each, and I'm like, ah, ah. Ah. and then we both probably went to the auction house and blew it like idiots. Yeah, yeah, but. Back in the day, gold meant something, yeah. and like, I would have times where I was like, oh no, like, I can't play the game right now, because I have to go and farm stuff so that I can sell it either on the auction house or to the vendor, just so that I can repair my gear. Now you just mail yourself a thousand gold for a new a character. A thousand? When I make a new character, I mail like 25,000 gold to it. Because I can make, I think my main character has like 400,000 gold. Yeah i never was i was pretty poor but uh i think that's so that's something again i'll compare it to red dead because it's brought back those mechanics it's like if i go into town i'm like i gotta check the gun shop for upgrades i gotta see if i can get new weapons i gotta go eat food because that will like make me better and i have to go clean off because people will actually want to like pay attention to me you know like There's things that make you actually want to use this, and like maybe I'll sit at the gambling table, and make a couple extra bucks. You know, like maybe I'll go and just do this side quest for this random. It's like you feel like you're part of the world, and it's like you get lost in it. In current World of Warcraft, and I think this goes for a lot of games because people want to feel special. Mm. Classic WoW put you in your goddamn place. Oh yeah, it put you in your place. So like, you are nothing special. You are just a random. Yeah. And you have to work. If you want to try and kill this giant lava monster at the end of the game, you got to work your ass off. Yeah. And become hmm, not a hero, but like a dude with a sword. Yeah. And now everybody. Now everyone you are is the, the chosen, chosen hunter. You are the one. Never You're... mind all those people with the same exact <laughs> artifact weapon as you. There's only one of those weapons there's, in existence. There's only you. You are the leader. Yeah. But back in the day, WoW was like. Listen, there's these awesome guys. There are these legends. You have your, you know, Tyrion Forgering and your whoever else. You know, you got your Thrall and all those guys that are just bamf. You've got these guys who are like they had skulls next to their name because they were so powerful that you couldn't even fathom their abilities. And then you're just this dude it was started in the middle of nowhere, and you had just rags on. And chances are, you probably still had, like, rags. Yeah. Like, you never looked good. You, you nah. might have looked slightly better. No. There was, like, ten people who had all the tier sets, and yeah. they looked awesome. But, and you'd see those guys at Iron Forge or Stormwind, and you'd be like, oh. Well, that's the oh. other thing, is you're like, wow, that oh guy, God. like... Holy wow. crap! That is that the person's most, done thing. That is the most powerful person in the world. Yeah. Even in Burning Crusade, you had that where yeah. you saw people. When remember when you, oh, remember when you saw Burning people Crusade. with the glaives? Oh god, that was a whole thing. If you were in Stormwind and you saw somebody with both war glaives of Azanoff, you were like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. That guy. That meant something, and that people whine now like, "I don't want." Where's my legendary my stuff? It's there like, was. I remember back when we were on because we were still on Skull Crusher... Back when Burning during Burning Crusade and I raided during Burning Crusade. Yeah. That was when I like actually like got more into while WoW. me and Justin would play to like four in the morning and raid and, and have fun. And um we would see people with the war glaives of Asinoth, and we would be like, Holy shit. Like that guy, I mean, because it was special. It was like yeah. a two percent drop rate for each of them, and you had to get both of them. And it was only for rogues, warriors, and hunters. I don't think hunters could have it. I think it was just rogues and warriors. I feel like there was another class that could have it back in the day.
1: Because I what think they hunter- just
0: rogues and hunters. Yeah, it might been, it might have been. And then now, oh, I'm just gonna make rogues a demon hunter. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then you get which it. the class is awesome. Don't get me wrong. They, should, I yeah, love those hero classes. I mean, but. you lost some of that even during Wrath of the Lich King. If you saw a warrior with Frostmourne, you were like, damn. Yeah. And they did, I was so mad that they didn't give you, um... Or not Frostmore. I said Frostmourne. Yeah, they, I did didn't so. Frostmourne. I they didn't give you Frostmore. I was mad because they didn't give you Frostmore. It was, um... You had Shadow's Edge for a long time, and then it was, it was Shadowmourne. Yeah. It was called Shadowmourne. It was a big two-handed axe. Yeah. And when you saw people with that, you were like, wow. Mm-hmm. That well, dude has done some things. That's the thing is, it's like... I ran into that with, uh... Borderlands. Um... Our friend Scott, you know, he doesn't like to grind and stuff like that. He's like, I just want it. So now, he'll go and he'll just buy guy download a save game from... What? Yeah, you download the save game that has everything. And then you just unload all the weapons, and there you've got all the best weapons. I mean, I'm not innocent of that. I had a Game Genie for N64, yeah. but still. But, and I mean, I get it. Um, I think the problem with that is that there was just so many... And the trance was so few that, like, it literally changed the game because it was almost unplayable at one point if you didn't have legendaries. But still, it's like I feel like Man. if you're not willing to put in the work, as long as you can play the game the same, if it they could, matter. if Blizzard for, all right, so I'm we should we need, we need to wrap this up in a bow. Mm-hmm. But let me just say something: if Blizzard ever wanted to recapture the magic that they had when World of Warcraft first came out because we all know that Blizzard is going like this right now. They're going down. It's not good. Their stock price has been plummeting. I don't know if you know that or not. No, that's that. They announced, they announced, Yeah, (laughs) you heard about that. Which I don't know why everybody's so upset about it. I think that's It is what it is. It is what it is. But they're, Blizzard's core audience is PC Gamers. It's always been PC Gamers. And they announced in front of a bunch of PC Gamers that they've moved all their best developers to their mobile platform games. And people were like... (laughs) But if Blizzard wanted to recapture the magic that they had back in the day with World of Warcraft, I think that they have a lot of things that they moved away from that made it what it was... And unfortunately, if you really want that magic, you know what you gotta do? You gotta make things exclusive. You gotta make them hard to get, and you gotta make it people work for things. You can't just hand everybody the lollipop. The problem is, and it sounds counterintuitive, because World of Warcraft at one point had so many people playing. When it had the most people playing, it was when it was the hardest to play. But here's the thing people today don't wanna work for anything. Back in the day, gamers like us, we were the minority. And I mean, before us was even worse. But like from Super Nintendo on, like when you started on Super Nintendo, like I did, most people your age didn't play video. Games. You started on Super Nintendo. <laughs> I had other things, but yes, that was. That was I guess the, it's because I had an older brother. But yeah. the first system I ever played was regular Nintendo. Yeah, well, I played on that too. But the Super Nintendo was the first. one No one, one will had. ever know the struggle. Ready? Yeah. This is for the YouTube viewers. <laughs> <laughs> That is headphone warning. (laughs) Yeah. That is the NES experience. (laughs) But back in the day, we were, we expected to be playing the same game for um, a couple months. Now it's like, if I can't beat this in a day, I don't want anything to do with it. And that's the thing is like games like Red Dead Redemption, uh, The Witcher, Fallout, they're not for everybody. Yeah. But they willingly accept that, and yeah. a company like Blizzard, what, I don't think they, they're going to accept that. But they're, they're not going to accept less money. It's for not for about the sake less of a money. Better game. It's not about yeah. That's the problem. Black back when we got into Blizzard games, Warcraft, Diablo, Starcraft. When we played those games, we became fans. Yeah. Blizzard made games for Blizzard. Yeah. Blizzard made games that they wanted to play. Everyone who was in the company was a gamer. Chris Metzen, who was in charge of most of the Star or most of um, Starcraft and Warcraft storyboards and stuff, he was a hardcore gamer and he was a nerd and he loved like fantasy, and now Blizzard is all about that bottom line. Yeah, well, that's CD Projekt Red. I can't Red. blame them, but at the same time, it's like come on. CD Projekt Red, it's the company that made The Witcher. And they put it perfectly in, they had a pamphlet in the Witcher game, the, mo- the most recent one. It's like, we realize that you want content, so guess what? On top of this 100 plus hour gameplay, here's, there's random quests. there's DLC. There's also free DLC and all that stuff. It's like, wow. And they, they, I, I heard that you, the Witcher, they, I still haven't played it yet, but I heard The Witcher 3 was like one of the greatest games of all time. It's amazing. I got lost in it. And that's... You know, the problem is that so many games are cuz the other thing is, I remember as a kid, Super Nintendo, you'd get a game, I wouldn't get I wouldn't know what games were coming out. Yeah, I didn't no. have like any way of you'd knowing. You'd go to the game store and be like, so every couple months <laughs> you might be able to go to the game store and get a new game. Right. And so you'd you play that one game. And you'd play the hell out of oh, it. Oh, yes. And then now it's like... I can't tell you how many times... What games are coming out this week? I can't tell you how many times I played through Ocarina of Time. Yeah. And I it's probably just, played through Ocarina of Time a hundred times. It's all instant satisfaction. And we all need to slow down and accept good things take time. Yeah. And I think that's a good place to kind of call. Yeah. It. Yeah. So take your time. Enjoy the hard work that if you get Red Dead Redemption, The Witcher, right. you know, stuff but, like that, enjoy the time that's put in. The moral of the story is... Go back to Babbleheads number one and listen all the way through to this one. And take your time. Do it over the course of a year. I don't care. Enjoy. That was really bad. You should cut that out. and Soundcloud.com slash Babbleheads. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Shameless self-promotion and goodbye. See ya.